0: Second and goal. Smith. Touchdown. Two Larry Brown interceptions have led to two Emmett Smith touchdown blasts. Final score Dallas 27, Pittsburgh 17. What is up, everyone? We are back with fifteen minutes on Hard Knocks, the Dallas Cowboys edition, with Jeff and AB. Um, you know, once again, it's fifteen minutes. We don't have a we don't have a lot of fluff. Uh, it, was, it was a pretty fun episode. Uh, a lot of different storylines, and uh, we'll get into it. AB, how are you doing this evening?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Hey, I'm just glad to be talking about some hard knocks, and then uh, we get into some football soon. I just can't hey, wait for every- to- it.
0: Every week we do, man. We're close. Think about it. By the time we do our last one, we're, we're dang near at the, uh, the first game. So that's, that's a good point. Um, yeah, me too, man. This one. And I, I thought, uh, I thought th- this is a good one too. Like I, I've always loved how they do it. Like they build you up and then they show you the, you know, the preseason game and kind of, kind of tease you on the, the season that's coming up. um i i like this i like this episode a lot there was a couple things i didn't like but there was a couple things i really liked so here we go we'll just start running we'll start running down the gamut man because i got some great questions for you tonight first of all it just opened up obviously the great voiceover um i should know the guy's name by now he's the best in the business that does the voiceover for hard knocks they do the they do the, I, I don't know what you want to call it, the, the fly through of what they called the star. Um You're a fan of the Cowboys. Do you know what this complex is in Frisco that they're talking about?
1: It's basically like a, it, it kind of got as many, it's got a, a fitness center. It kind of has a, it's kind of a strip mall, a little bit of everything, a practice field. It's just like a, a big thing in the middle of nowhere, Frisco, Texas. <laughs>
0: That, that that was wild i thought it yeah, looked i thought probably. it looked really great though and like how they did it and they because i i've been down to the uh, at&t stadium and seen that yeah. and i know what a what a spectacle that is but man that place i didn't even know existed i had no idea what they were doing i thought they just did i thought it just looked cool you know you know some of this stuff a lot of this stuff we were talking about the show we're watching others look now is that a, is that a place you're familiar with though where where they were at
1: uh i know about it but i never got to see a good view okay. of it like how the like the little fly camera was doing it, it was just like you know, i was just amazed i was like man i want to come visit here I'm right like,
0: i'll tell you a funny funny story real quick with we the at&t stadium a couple years ago we went there for the buckeyes game and then we stayed for the cowboy cowboys game the next night and uh my buddies took a tour of the place and i've got pictures <laughs> One of my one of my buddies sitting in uh, uh, Sean Lee's locker. It's one of the funniest things um, that I've ever seen. But I remember they took a tour of the stadium and they were just blown away by how nice it was. Which I got a question coming up about that a little bit, but we'll we'll stay on we'll stay on order here. So I thought the fly through was really cool. I thought it looked great. Uh, I thought it was a great opening. I thought it was a really great opening for the show and mm-hmm. and and just it really did show you the magnitude of the Cowboys franchise. Like it really is a brand uh, in itself. And, you know, they, they had a lot of Jerry Jones in this episode really expressing how this is, this is a brand, this is bigger than, this is bigger than the NFL really just, um, and I'm sure that was part of it. When they said, we're going to do hard knocks, Jerry's like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it my way. Um, uh, you, know, you know, what? I'll just throw this out at you a little curveball here. How does, how do you okay. feel about Jerry Jones in general as as a fan?
1: He's definitely a big businessman. He's all about the business, but Sometimes you just want him just to focus on the business of the brand and actually get a real general manager there, like, to manage the, the I, that's team the,
0: aspect. That's the question I was looking for because I don't think he's a great general manager. I think he gets caught up in what talent looks like. You know what I mean? Like, I think he can be overwhelmed by how fast, how – I just – I think he can be – just like I've said that about the last two weeks about him hiring McCarthy, I think he can buy into the personality and the, and the flash of it and maybe not see through the, you know, to the next level or maybe not see the small things that the general manager might do. Not that they don't have a lot of talent. Dallas Dallas was loaded. I mean, they have done a good job, but I don't think I can say that. I don't think I can say for the last 20 years that he's done a great job. I don't know how long he's been the actual general manager. I was just curious how you felt about him. Um so then they talked a lot about the uh Isaac uh, uh was it Alarcon how do you pronounce his last name
1: uh, I think it's Isaac Alcone, Alcone or something like that I'm, Yeah I apologize Isaac
0: It, it the, that was a cool story I didn't know about this it, um what do you want to call it the exchange program with the foreign you know the foreign born players um they you know they stress that they should you got to meet his family which that's what hard knocks does um i thought i thought it was pretty cool the guy doesn't look like a bad player like just as technically like i think he's got a chance to uh maybe make the squad definitely practice squad player but i don't know i just thought it was kind of cool and then when he told the story about being in the nfl and how he got there and
1: and everything and he got to meet his family
0: i i I thought i thought it was pretty cool what'd you what'd you think about the that part of the show,
1: actually, that was one of my favorite parts of the show. Uh, nice, get, getting to see who Isaac was. You did. You absolutely had to read through the through that. What's it called? The uh the subtitles stuff. Yeah, and sometimes we come a little fast, but you got an idea who Isaac and his family was. And then yeah. you get to you finally get to see uh highlights of him. It's like he's a talented player. He's he's a tall guy playing guard. Yeah, he's just trying to get set. And say, the problem is he sometimes stands up high. That's what a lot of tall guys do sometimes.
0: Yeah, he's he's really tall for a guard. He looks more like a tackle, uh, obviously. But in today's NFL, like, it's it's not like it was. But he also looks – he looks strong. He looks really strong. He, <laughs> he it's, he's going to have good, you know, good hands and things like that. And, uh, I just thought it was pretty cool. You know, he, he didn't go to a – just to, to grow up in, you know, Monterey, Mexico – and not play college football with all these guys to go to the these football factories and learn how to get to the NFL even to just be on to be in a NFL preseason game is amazing let alone have a chance to make the team so i'd uh, I, I just pretty impressed overall with his storyline i thought it was i thought it was pretty cool his, family, his dad seemed pretty cool his mom's you know you know really charismatic so the neat, oh, neat stuff then um so and then they went on to they uh kind of had the scene with, introduce you to Amari Cooper, which once they started talking about Amari Cooper, like I know him as a player, but it was funny that I realized, like I really didn't even know what he looked like, like out, you know, under the helmet. And yeah. I didn't know much about it. I never really heard his voice. And I, you know, kind of realized to myself how qu- quiet of a player he is off the field. So I, I really enjoyed what I said in the notes was just getting to meet Amari Cooper and, you know, the interaction he had with CD lamb and, and things like that. So um, I don't know, like, wh- where where do you stand with Amari Cooper as far as that was a big deal when he got traded to the Cowboys. So where do you stand with Amari Cooper right now?
1: When he first got traded to the uh, the Cowboys, that was a big thing because we didn't have any receivers. It was, was huge. Like, it was a big plus. Yes, he had the injuries. He, he, it's going to happen. He's going to fight through some injuries, but he's still one of the receiver. He's still can, one of the best route runners in this game. And, he, and the thing he has onto the, the team, he brings that veteran leadership to a younger I, th-
0: We've team. talked about that before, right? Like that, that I said that that's, those are guys that Dak needs, you know, in his, you know, his circle. And I, that's what came off to me really well was how, we'll say mature, because to me, these guys are all so young, not to belittle yeah. them, but, you know, just mature. He's, he seemed professional. Um, I, I I came away like... Liking him or appreciating him a lot more than I did going into it, um, I can see how him and Dak just could be a, a dynamic duo this year, assuming everything works out right. And then another note I put in here: they talked about uh, is it Quan um, Hardy? Was it Quan?
1: I think uh, Jaquan Hasty or something like that. Yeah,
0: um, I thought they to me just personally as as just watching the show. I thought we. I thought I spent a little too much time with him, nothing against the guy. Um, you know, they, they went through the whole losing the contact wearing the rec specs. I, he doesn't feel like, and which is pretty, which is crazy for me to say though, because he went to school at Tiffin. I don't live that far from Tiffin. Like I had friends that went and played college ball at Tiffin, um, when I was younger. So it was pretty cool to see that, but, overall i i just it, it felt like there was a few minutes there that i could have got back with with hardy uh, i i don't know how you felt about it if you maybe maybe you have more hope for him or care more than i do i don't know i know they're trying to get you to buy into a story there but
1: yeah I, I definitely think he's a talented player but how hard knocks kind of betrayed him he was like this clumsy player the contacts of him tripping yeah, over his own feet you know, right. like they, you're kind of disrespected the the, the man he's trying to get, make a living and y'all make him look like the, the goof. That, that's fair the group. that's
0: fair like they only showed drop passes he couldn't get the glasses on right uh contacts phone out I did I I did like you know the interaction with him and the coaches though because that's what we like about hard knocks is seeing what they really say you know be, when you know when the camera's aren't on them all the time. So that, that was pretty cool. Just, uh, but I always feel for these guys cause like every pass that bounces off their hands, like that might be what costs them an NFL job or every, every fumble or every, he loses contact comes out of the game. He Maybe he never gets back in a game. Like I, you, I, like you say, they made him look kind of silly, but you have to appreciate what's on the line for these guys. Um, it's, but, but I just – as far as I – th- I just thought we spent a little too much time on it. So here's a question I have for you. We talked about how great this stadium looks. This whole this whole preseason, you know, th- Dallas has this weird thing of, like, these established stars for guys that don't have a lot of playoff experience. It's just weird thing that they have. They have all this talent with Zeke and Dak and Cooper and even C.D. Lamb and Lawrence and all these guys don't play in the preseason, which I'm totally for that. I've never understood. I don't think you need to risk getting players hurt, but they also don't have a ton of like postseason experience. It's just this weird mix. And I'm, but then sometimes I'm like, do Do you feel as a fan that with everything they have, state of the art everything they got, the brand, anything they could need? Jerry worships his players, which I don't think is a great thing as a general manager. But we kind of touched on that to me they look too comfortable like they just i I don't see the edge or the bite or whatever could be the television cameras but i've said this multiple seasons to where they look too relaxed too comfortable they got too much going for them just how do you just how do you feel as a fan and an analyst about um the edge that they need to 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 get where they should go
1: it would kind of be nice for them to have some type of Some type of grit when it comes to like they they live in the they're in the star. Like, could we uh, take them to like a small college where they got to stay in dorms?
0: Yeah, that's
1: that'd that'd be nice.
0: Yeah, I know. I just I just I watch it and I'm like that, but then that's what I worry about though. Is like, you know, when you're talking the NFL to where one loss might mean a a playoff berth or not, like, is that the difference? I don't know that it is. I've never played NFL football, but just I just want to see. I, I, I think Dak has that. That's what I like about Dak so much in his show. Like it really feel like he, he has this edge about him and understand. And then I, and, and I know it's probably the way they film it and I've killed him for two weeks. It just always feel like Zeke's just kind of like messing around and I don't know about you, but I'm a little tired of Zeke, you know, running these plays against a defense that's not allowed to tackle him and acting like he broke a 90 yard touchdown. It's, it's, I'm like, okay, man, like obviously these guys aren't allowed to take you down, you know, you know I mean? I understand you hit the hole, but also the linebacker didn't come up and hit you in the thigh. Yeah. So I don't know if he plays that up for the cameras or if he really thinks that, um, I, this, the non-contact stuff kind of just drives me nuts a little bit, but we'll, we'll see when the season starts. I don't know.
1: Absolutely. I I think you'll finally get to see if all those training videos comes in wishing when linebackers and deba- uh, defensive lines start hitting you. That's that's what I want to see. Me I, too. Everybody's everybody's looking, everybody looks nice when they're training as pro athletes It's when yeah. you put those pads and helmets on and you're going against somebody that's not on your side.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree. Another thing I put on there, I, I know we're going a little long tonight, but it is what it is. Oh, no the worries. third episode. We It's our show. We'll do what we want, A.B. Um, Absolutely uh they played the card game i love this i love this whole part about the card game i love the was the fourth generation um cowboy employee was playing with and they brought him in he's talking smack to zeke we got our guy Micah parsons in uh once again every scene he's in i love Micah parsons <laughs> and we even talked a little bit this week um when um uh, I think it was you that posted the highlight of when they they lined him up in the A gap in one of the games and actually like what's he what he's doing on the football field everything about Micah Parsons just says just screams like all pro to me. Uh, I thought the card game was hilarious, man. Like I think that was a great way to kind of get to know everybody and 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 have a little fun on the show. I I, I thought it was a blast. And I I just love the dude talking smack to guys. I'm sure that guy has a. Fun, I never judged, you know what he does for a living. I'm sure he makes a good living. I'm sure he does an awesome job, right. but he's sitting there with guys. I don't know. That table's worth, I don't know, $200 million. And <laughs> he's just, true. and he's just giving it to him. I, I just thought that I I love, I love cool. that scene. The most of all the card game.
1: That, that might be the humbling experience right there. They, that's like how, when he was there, he was basically like there, their younger, cool uncle and stuff talking mess <laughs> to him. He did not care if they were top pro athletes. He was just like, "Y'all number little kids. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna talk my mess. Y'all gonna deal with it." My, my favorite part yeah,
0: he said, "Don't ever invite me back to this." <laughs> <And> he just <laughs> walked away. I loved it, and you can yeah. tell, and I I did like that. That like you could tell, like we've all. Been in these situations, like you know, Zeke was a little angry, but not really angry. But I don't know. I I I thought that was just a fun. I'm glad they did that. Um, yeah, let's, let's just put it that way. So then we get to the preseason game, and it's uh it's all about. Was we know that Dak's not going to play this preseason, so going into this, I knew that I wasn't going to see. So we get to. I, who is the is so is Gabbard the black the backup the backup quarterback now?
1: Uh, like is that yeah, who I played br- the f- It was actually Rush this game. Rush actually sold out this game.
0: Oh, did he? Okay, okay. So I I I don't I didn't watch the game. But anyway, they, they focus so much on when Danucci comes in. This whole oh. thing's about Danucci, Danucci Danucci Um, way more Danucci than we needed. But, you know, that's <laughs> that's what the show does. But what I said to you is like compared to like Dak, we real you realize how good how important a quarterback is when you see the difference of how people treat him how they act about him you know just uh the interceptions just everything like that that's that's why you pay dak the money and that's why dak meant means so much to this team
1: absolutely like you, once you lose your quarterback for uh, that long length of time you start appreciating him and I think they should have still kept on developing that offensive line because he definitely needs that insurance policy when it comes yeah. to these teams he plays. I feel like they they need to continue trying to develop these young guys behind because Tyron Smith and Zach Martin are not getting any younger. Like we, like last two years ago, we lost. They lost uh, Travis Frederick. Like yeah. they're still they're developing with a uh, Tyler Biotis and stuff like that. It's like it, you got to got to keep developing
0: that's a good point i mean a team like like new england for instance for years they always had they could always handle offensive line injuries and that was the key to new england you know a guy could come in and and they didn't they didn't collapse you know like we saw kansas city do last year green bay even to a certain extent we've seen that happen to them um you just you just realize when you see i'm sure danucci's the you know where everywhere he's played, it's probably the best quarterback anybody's seen, but the NFL is just a different animal. And it's, it's just a, uh, I, you know, it's, it just, it really, you realize like, yes, absolutely give Dak everything he wants, <laughs> you know, treat, treat him any way he wants to be treated because he is that important to this franchise. Uh, we got to see, you know, like I say, we got enough of Dak this week that I, I felt, I felt I got enough. He told the, you know, the, he told the story about Halloween. Like, you know, ne- like I love that when he's like, you know, you never know when that dude, uh, puts a, puts a blade on a chainsaw. You just never know Wow. Like I just, I just like his attitude. He's, he's just, he's got a practical way of thinking. He's got that. He's constantly got that chip on his shoulder. Like he's just got this edge to him all the time that I love, you know, in an athlete. So once again, came, came away really impressed with Dak again. Zeke is what Zeke is. As long as he's in shape, it, it doesn't matter. Like it's get, help Dak out, go forward, get your yards and nobody will care what you're like, you don't have to, a running back doesn't have to have that attitude like Dak has. So that's great. So then my, my last question, I added this on, um, okay. So just me personally, my, my takeaway from CD lamb is I don't, I just don't love him and not, I'm not rooting against him. I, I, did, I didn't I did have him rated as high coming out of Oklahoma as he got drafted, but I, I do realize how good he's done. Like, I think I could have been wrong about that. I'm not rooting against him. but So here's what I basically said was, like, he better be really good because he's, he already, to me, kind of acts like he's one of those guys. Like, he acts like he's, like, Cooper and Dak and Zeke, and, like, I'm not worried about the preseason. And I, there's something – there's something about him that rubs me the wrong way. Could be the cameras. I don't know. He, he's he's obviously talented. I think he'll all do right. really well. But all I said was he better be really good because he acts like he's already really, really good. What What do you think about Ceedee Lamb? Am I crazy? You tell me. Oh,
1: right. right. you're you're not crazy. I I get what you're saying. I think he absolutely is going to be a, a great receiver in this game. But he put a lot of pre- He put a lot of pressure on himself now the way he talks and stuff like that. Like, yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Once you,
1: once you're talking like that, you better uh, put your money where your mouth is when you're talking like that. Like, like, if, yeah, everybody's going to go back to how, uh, when you were saying this and if you're not showing out, they're going to replay this. We're in that type of social media.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, that's like, just for, just for instance, you know, real quick, you know, he was given Micah Parsons the business about covering him and all this. And, and I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, You've been in the league a year longer than Parsons, and I remember, like, c- coming out of college, Parsons is a way better prospect than CD Lamb was. Like, he don't act like Parsons is some guy that you know they picked up off the practice squad and he's trying to fight his way on. Like, that this is a talented player too, and he's only a year, a year behind you. I don't know something. Once again, I'm judging off the cameras and everything else. C.D. Lamb, I, I don't know anything about him. Um, I hope he does great. But it just – all I kept thinking was, man, this guy better be good because he's telling everybody he's really good. Um, and that's what I worry about. As long as he's putting in the work – I mean, I, him and Cooper working together was really cool. So, I thought that was neat. Plus, he's wearing the 88. I mean, you know that means something. Yeah. Like yeah, you, That's
1: big you, pressure right there. You,
0: you can't be average and wear 88. Oh, I but. I don't know to me he kind of acts like a guy wearing 88 to like a pickup game (laughs) rather than on the field. So I don't know. It's just, uh, that's how I felt so far, but you know, that's what the show's all about is misconceptions. Um, you know, who knows, but, but he also is poised to have a really great year. Um, from everything you say, but he's just one of those guys that I can tell that Jerry just loves. So I wonder if he get if he gets away with a little more than, you know, the next guy, I don't know. I might be crazy. I'm probably crazy.
1: Uh, that, the thing is, he didn't. He was when he first got drafted by the Cowboys. He was supposed to wear a ten, but Jerry Jones was the one that made sure he wears. The that's right.
0: See, that's yeah. not.
1: That's just. I was. I wasn't a big fan of that.
0: No, I'm. I'm still not. Uh I'm not even a Cowboys fan. But I know what the number means. I mean, I grew up like I watched. You know every game. You know I watched Michael Irvin's career. I watched Dez's career. You know I. Uh, so. I, I totally get what you mean there. I, I do remember that that was Jerry's idea, which to wrap it all together, that I, I questioned Jerry. Um, I, I think they just need a little bit of toughness. I think that's it. And, you know, and, and that comes, that comes when the bullets start flying in the regular season. You know, these guys might be totally ready for it. They've obviously got the talent, so we'll see. So, uh, so that's it. We went long tonight, but we had a lot of stuff to discuss. Um, you know, we knew this might happen as it goes as the season gets longer now, we've only got two episodes left of this. Uh, it's been awesome. So uh, um, AB tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Hey, y'all can check me out on tacos and touchdowns podcast. And also check out my Twitter at Aaron B nine zero one law lowercase. That's all I got for right now.
0: Absolutely, go go follow go follow Aaron B. Uh, follow everybody off dot com. I'm Jeff from Jeff Needs Sports. This has been 15 minutes ish on, on Hard Knocks Dallas Cowboys, and uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Thanks for watching and uh, be kind. Thanks, AB. No problem.